This is Pragmatic Follow-Up for episode 84, SpaceX, and I'm once again joined by uh, Radek. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Um, Just wanted to catch up. Last time when we spoke about uh, SpaceX, they hadn't yet done uh, the Falcon Heavy uh, launch. Right. So, um, you want to sort of walk us through how that went? Sure. Uh, So, back in early February, there was the first... Um, test launch of the Falcon Heavy rocket, which is essentially like three times the Falcon 9 rocket, three boosters strapped together, and the second stage and the payload. And uh, that was a really interesting launch just from marketing perspective, I guess, because it was the biggest, like it is the biggest operational rocket on the planet currently. Uh, and on the a few rockets in history that were more powerful than than that. Um, it is a lot of engines. Like no one successfully launched a rocket that would have uh, twenty seven individual engines. Um, the Russians back in the sixties tried to do something like that, and it didn't go very well. Uh, too many engines, no, too too much weird resonance stuff going on between them. Um, and on top of the Falcon Heavy was mounted. Um, a dummy payload, a mass simulator, as they call it in rocketry, except the mass simulator, which is, I guess it's weird because it's not it's not simulating mass, it's real mass, but it's usually like a, a block yeah. of concrete or like steel, like something that just simulates the mass of a real payload, like a satellite, but without actual building one because it's a test launch. It could have failed. It's supposed to build confidence in the rocket and the product. And but because it's SpaceX and it's Elon Musk, they decided, hey, let's make it something people will want to watch, people will be interested in, people who are not normally interested in rocketry or space. So um, they took Elon's old uh, Tesla Roadster and put a mannequin inside, dressed in SpaceX's actual. Um, uh, spacesuit, which they're going to use to yeah. send people uh, to International Space Station next year. And they launched it on the orbit um, around Mars. Well, actually around the sun, but going between Earth and Mars. So essentially, we sent a Tesla, we, the humanity, we sent a Tesla with a mannequin towards <laughs> Mars, which is super funny. Oh, no. I know that's so amazing, and I um I think they called the driver Starman. Yes, and yeah, <laughs> and um and just watching that watching that video feed of it, um looking over his um his shoulder, uh and you can see on the dashboard of the of the Roadster um they've got uh, on the screen it says "Don't panic," which is a <laughs> nice Douglas Adams reference there for Hitchhiker's Guide. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, oh, it just it's uh, it's just so funny and and quirky and cool that they would do something like this because they had to put some kind of payload so they may as well make it something funny and um and the only thing about it uh, so the launch itself i think went flawlessly the launch did mm-hmm. and um i think the direction sorry i should say the trajectory my mistake uh of the uh, of the roadster was uh was slightly off and um as right. a result it's intended uh or it was, i think it was intended originally to orbit around mars but now it's not quite going to. No, uh, it was never going to actually enter Mars's orbit because it would require the payload to have long-lasting uh, power and engines to be able to 
slow down just enough to insert into the orbit. It was supposed to orbit the sun so that the apoapsis, that is the farthest away point in the orbit, was just just before Mars. Uh, but apparently that didn't quite work. Um, not sure why. Uh, we don't know all the details, but it went a little too well, I guess. And the payload was inserted into the orbit that extends towards the uh, asteroid belt, so further than yeah. uh, Mars. Oh well, it'll be um, it'll be the uh, the most useful asteroid in the belt, I guess, at some point. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, I really but, I um, really hope yeah. that somewhere in the future, in a few decades, maybe in fifty years or something, we will have the technology to actually capture <laughs> this Tesla, bring it back to Earth or to Mars, and put it in a museum. Be pretty amazing. Yeah, that would that would be pretty cool. I gotta say, and. Um, the um the other thing about apart from the um the ridiculous coolness of the mm-hmm. whole thing uh <laughs> of that part of it uh the the interesting thing is so like like we were talking about last time like the falcon heavy consists of the the three um the three primary rockets and uh those particular ones are obviously self the self landing uh the and this particular um you know collection of so these three were going they separated mm-hmm. and then each of them uh attempted to reland so the thing that was the most amazing about it was that two out of the three of them uh, successfully uh, re- re-landed. I think they were the two that landed on land. Yes. Um, yeah. The third one did was not quite so lucky. Right. So the idea here is that the, the two side boosters, they separate, uh, they burn fuel more quickly so that they can separate so that you, um, you ditch... Uh, what's essentially dead mass so that you have less mass to actually accelerate so that, again, you have boosters, they burn up as quickly as possible, separate, and then the center core flies and burns uh, fuel for longer. And so uh, that's why uh, after separation, when it was attempting to land, it couldn't go back to land. There was no fuel for that. It would attempt to, on a barge, essentially, uh, way out um, on the ocean, but because it um, it was uh, much faster, it was you know uh, it it had much more velocity. Then it it didn't quite manage to slow down enough. Well, actually, it it could slow down, but there was a problem with reigniting the engines because it was going too fast, and they didn't calculate everything just perfectly right the engines or one of the engines failed to ignite and instead of landing safely on the barge it um, hit the water like a hundred meters from the barge at the velocity of if i remember correctly uh 300 miles uh, per hour so it's you know the 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 shrapnel uh was so violent that it actually damaged the barge yeah so i and Absolutely right, and I guess um, the only part of it that I found um, like frustrating is that it's like two out of three ain't bad. Right. I mean, to be honest, but um, yeah, but the fact that they were able to pull that off, uh, the, the launch itself with three essentially identical Falcon um, Falcon Nine um, boosters on it, uh, and then to reland two out of three of them is it, that is truly amazing. No one's ever done anything. Um, like that before and it's just yeah it's it's inc- it's amazing absolutely amazing and 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 spacex since then uh i mean 
just looking through their launch manifest, uh, they've they've got they've had so many missions. I mean, since then, and it's only been that was uh, yes. that was February, I think. So we're now in August. So I think they've had nearly a dozen launches since then. They they are really doing well. Yes, uh, they are well on the way to launching uh, thirty or maybe thirty two launches this year. Uh, which is going to be a record by a long shot for SpaceX. And it, it is going to be um, the um, most frequently launched rocket, not just this year, but in a very, very long time, to have these many launches of one type of rocket. And uh, something like a third of those launches this year um, will have been reused launches. So it it, it, it will be rockets that had already launched and landed and then were reused. And the only reason why it's not more than a third is because they were uh, preparing for this technology transition to a new version of the rocket. And they knew that uh, because this, this new one is so much better at reusability that it's going to be way easier to actually just inspect it, refuel, and launch again, that it wouldn't make sense for them to recover the previous ones. Uh, so they would let them, uh, you know, drown in the ocean like everybody used to do for, for decades. Uh, if not for that, we'd probably have half or two-thirds of all launches that were on rockets that, are, have, that have flown more than once. Yeah, I think um, you're referring to the Block 5 uh, Falcon 9s, I think, yes? Yes, correct. Yeah, so... Uh, and they've learned so much, right? And 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 uh, I always uh, we did talk about the different block versions of the the Falcon Nine last time, and I think that uh, uh, there's there's no question that um, they they've pretty well. I know, okay, it's hard to say when one you know crashed into the water that they've got it, they've nailed it. But geez, they've they have iterated to the point at which it's incredibly uh, it's incredibly reliable now, and um, it's the the block fives are, are basically. I, I, obviously, they're going to continue to iterate the design, but this will be the design I think that is uh, that is their um, their bread and butter moving forward. And just looking at the uh, the schedule, I believe that uh, the next one they're planning for will be uh, for the Falcon Heavy uh, will use uh, three block fives going up in I think it's October this year. Um, they're not launching a Tesla Roadster this time though. Um, <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> it's um, uh, something, something for the Air Force, yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, there's going to be a lot of different payloads um, uh, on, on one launch, but uh, it's ordered by uh, US Air Force, uh, I believe. And it's probably going to be at the end of the year, probably not October. Uh, but, but yes, it, it should happen this year. And this one will be a new Falcon Heavy, so new set of rockets. But the next one, hopefully will be reused like all three boosters will will be reused and that's going to be pretty amazing and as for landings uh, as i mentioned there was a lot of launches this year that had that didn't attempt landing but out of um, launches that uh, did attempt landing the only launch that failed that tried and failed to launch was the um, falcon heavy center core and before that the last failure was in June 2016. So, so they, they, they pretty much perfected this technology, like something that was deemed impossible and then they blew up a couple of times. And now when they calculate that there's enough fuel to be able to do this and they decide that it's worth recovering, 
then they nail it every time. The Falcon Heavy being an exception, but an understandable one, since that was a different trajectory, much faster. And if you believe what um, Elon Musk tweeted like the same day, uh, the fix is trivial. They just didn't have enough of this igniter fuel. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they just go from strength to strength and I, I continue to be amazed and impressed with uh, with SpaceX and what they've managed to achieve. It, it is truly incredible and uh, it's it's going to change um, forever the access to space and it's uh, it's... It's yeah, it's it's a privilege to watch it. Actually, it's it's just fantastic, and um, yeah, way to go, Elon, and and way to go, SpaceX. Nice work. 